Welcome to Where To Next, a podcast for the driven woman who's been there, done that, and wants to be intentional about what's next. Each week, I'll teach you how to get where you want to go next while focusing on what's working and what's lighting you up. You'll learn to connect and leverage your intuition, acknowledge doubt when it pops up, and have the skills and confidence to keep going. You'll create your next steps with new mindset tools and crystallized wisdom, all while doing life your way and not someone else's, and realizing it's way easier than you ever imagined. Because, my love, living life this way, your way, means the best is yet to come. You are made for this. Thanks so much for being here. Let's dive in. Do you keep promises to yourself? Why? Why not? I want you to ask yourself that and you can wait till the end or you can pause here. But I had this discussion with a friend the other day and I thought I'd record my my insights, my thoughts, my wisdom and, and share these with you because a lot of times people will say, oh, it's so much easier to keep a promise to someone else than it is to myself. And I really want to go deep on this. I want to talk about this because I would argue the relationship you have with yourself is not only the longest relationship you have in your whole life, right? But it's the most important relationship you have because it sets the stage for how you interact with every single person in your life. And if you're a mom, you're modeling your behavior for your children. You're a wife, you're a significant other, you're holding your girlfriends up, right? You're a daughter, you're a sister-in-law, you're a member of the community. And how we show up, how we treat ourselves matters way more than we can even begin to imagine. Or maybe we have imagined up till this point. So hang with me today. For those of you who say, oh yes, Stacey, I, I totally keep my promises to other people, myself, not so much. If you fall into that camp, I want you to think about this. Why is that? A lot of people will say it's easier to keep my promise to other people because I know if I don't, I'm going to let them down. There could even be some backlash, right? There could be disappointment. There could be tension in a relationship. There are consequences. Here's one I want to propose to you. I believe, particularly as women of a certain age, we were taught, we were perhaps even conditioned to put other people first. This is called people pleasing and I can talk about that in another day and time. But when we put other people before our own needs, that may or may not want to be something you want to continue doing. What I believe comes uh, in direct relation to that is the sort of the why is because the belief being if we put ourselves first, if we keep a promise to ourselves before honoring a promise to someone else, that is somehow perceived as being self-centered or selfish. And before we go on, the very definition of selfish is doing something for yourself at the expense of other people. And I would argue the promises that you keep to yourself are not putting other people in harm's way. Quite the opposite. They're the type of promises that make you a better person, right? I promise I'm going to get to sleep 
tonight. I promise I'm only going to have two drinks instead of three, or I promise that I won't have seven cookies today, right? All of these types of promises that you make to yourself because you're moving toward a goal, right? That you've imagined will make you a better person. So when you do keep those promises, that is not selfish. That is in service to you and to everyone around you. I also believe that one of the reasons why it's easier, in air quotes, to keep a promise to other people is because we don't understand. We maybe weren't taught the impact and the long-term effects of breaking a promise to ourselves, how it kind of chips away, how it erodes our relationship with ourself. Our relationship with ourself is the most important relationship we'll ever have. It's the longest relationship you'll ever have. Even if you have siblings or parents or significant others or your friend from kindergarten, your relationship with yourself, you are with yourself 24-7 every single day of the year. And for those of us who are moms out there or parents or dads, you're raising tiny humans or teenage humans, if you will, and they're paying attention to every single thing you do. It doesn't matter if you have sons or daughters, they're paying attention to how you show up in this world. And then what they see, what you model is what then they go out and do. So why do we break those promises to ourselves? There's a whole bunch of reasons. A lot of times we bite off more than we can chew. And what do I mean by that? Well, sometimes we set a super lofty goal or a super lofty promise that honestly just isn't realistic. It's not manageable. It's not doable, right? Maybe we don't have the bandwidth. Maybe at this moment in our life, I cannot promise that to myself. Maybe we don't have the resources. And with resources, most of the time I talk, yes, time and money, but the energy, right? If you're in a particularly challenging season of your life, if you're managing uh, the care of a loved one and you know you're going to be traveling a lot or you know that you're going to be keeping long hours, it's probably not the best time to pick up a, a gym habit, right? Something where you've committed every day for an hour a day. So it's about being realistic. Maybe you don't have a plan. Maybe the promise is just something that sounds good without a hard and fast sort of strategy to approach that with. Maybe you lack clarity about why you're making this promise. So many times, and this kind of goes back to that external validation and approval versus your own. Whenever you start something, whenever you make a commitment, whenever you want to create a new habit, whenever you want to make a change, make a promise to yourself. In order for it to really stick, you have to know why you're doing this. And when I used to work with clients, I would ask them six times, it's called going six layers deep, six times why they wanted to do something. Often when I was weight loss coaching, people would say, I want to lose weight because, and here comes the why, I want to wear a bikini to the beach. Okay, why? 
And I would keep asking, keep asking, keep asking. And eventually tears would come. And more often than not, the answer was because I want to be in pictures. I want to feel comfortable to sit on a beach and build a sandcastle with my kids because I want to go in the water and show my kids that I can do this. That is the why. And so when we aren't clear on any of those components, it can make it more challenging to keep a promise to ourselves. So how do we keep promises to ourselves? Well, the first thing I'm going to say is start small. If you've been around for any length of time, you know, ITLT is the way I roll. It's the little things. I am a huge believer that the small things are the things that matter. So let's go back to the gym example, because this everybody can relate to. If you are wanting to get back in the gym or create a gym routine or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a gym. It could be fitness movement, whatever. And you currently don't have a practice in place. It is far better to start small with five minutes a day, every day versus one hour, three times a week. Now, why am I saying this? Your brain is going to say, Oh, Stacy, this doesn't matter. Five minutes. What difference is that going to make? You're probably right. It's not going to make a difference in an overall fitness goal, but what does make the difference is the habit and the consistency with which you show up five minutes every day is just small enough that your brain thinks it doesn't matter for the reasons that you want it to matter. But the consistency reason that is why it matters. Your brain is also going to want to say, yeah, it doesn't matter. And I'll tell you why it does because you're not currently doing it. And to be the type of person who wants to begin to keep promises to yourself, starting small and nailing those commitments to yourself is how you become a person who keeps promises to yourself. Your brain's going to throw up all sorts of excuses and you're going to have to manage those excuses. Consistency wins every single time. And then once you do five minutes a day for two weeks, three weeks, a month, then you, you layer on to that and you become super consistent with whatever habit that is. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's meditating. I don't know what it is. It doesn't even matter. It's the practice and habit of starting so small. You think it won't matter, but that's exactly why it does. Because if it mattered, <laughs> you'd be doing it and you're not doing it. And you want to get in the habit. You want to get in the practice of showing yourself that, yeah, I can honor this. How else can you keep your promise? Well, I'm going to drop a word in here. And for some of you, it might have a bit of a, a rub and it's this word self-discipline. Now I've changed my relationship to the word discipline. I used to think discipline meant military force practically, right? Where you had to be so regimented and so on yourself. And that to me felt tight. It felt punitive. It felt oh, like there was a whole bunch of deprivation and no fun there. And what I want to offer you is maybe this word self-discipline is an enhancement to your life. 
maybe it's not the restriction and it's not a slacking off or slackening, if you will, but it's from love. So when you start something for five minutes a day, you're doing it because you want to be the type of person who honors their commitments to themselves. This is something you do for you, for the person you're becoming, for the result you want to create. It's not negative at all. It is an absolute up level. Another reason why I think we break our promises or another way we can keep our promises, and this is a big one, is to have a failure plan in place. And what do I mean by that? You are going to fail sometimes. Fact. And I don't say that to be mean. I say it to be realistic and also because there is such freedom and liberation when you know there are going to be days when you're not perfect, when you're grumpy, when your day zigs and zags and and you thought it was going to go a different way. Planning to fail ahead of time allows you the opportunity to get your plan B's and C's in place. It's an insurance policy, if you will, because so many of us, myself included, start out thinking, this is finally going to be the time I'm going to do ABC or XYZ. And we assume in a perfect world, this is going to go great. But we don't live in a perfect world. We live in life. (laughs) We're humans and life happens to us. And when we are being mom, we are managing life and, and holding space and holding life for the other people in our lives, our children. And so we just cannot operate under the, the guise or the premise that everything's going to be perfect. So planning to fail means identifying your excuses ahead of time. What are you going to say to yourself when your brain says, yeah, I don't want to do it? What are you going to say to yourself when your brain says, yeah, five minutes, if we're just you know keeping up with that example, five minutes doesn't matter. What are you going to say when your day takes a turn and you can't or you tell yourself you can't do it you'll start tomorrow plan for your excuse ahead of time it's kind of like this concept of pre-teaching i can't remember where i heard this term it's like coaching or you know a preview we do i do this with my kids if we're about to do something that we've never done before they went to two funerals last year and I had to sit them down. We chose to sit them down and say, okay, this is what a funeral is. This is what's going to happen. You sort of pre, you pre-teach, you coach them through the process so they know what to expect. You're doing the same thing with yourself in a loving way, in a way that is of service to you. Because again, you know yourself, you know what you're going to tell yourself and the kind of shenanigans that you're going to, you're going to drop in on yourself and you want to you want to do this differently this time this is how you this is how you keep a promise to yourself anybody remember susan powder that personality fitness personality from the i don't know she was in the 80s or 90s i can't even remember but she had super short hair and she used to talk about insanity this is insanity doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result if you're saying to yourself oh yeah today's the day I'm going to make that promise and it's really going to work. 
without making changes based on what you've done in the past and what's worked and what hasn't worked, it's not going to work. And this whole podcast is about how to keep a promise to yourself and why it is so important. So here are a couple phrases that I love to use when I'm in that place of, yeah, no, not today. I'm not going to. Two phrases. One is, can I just? Can I just for now do this? Can I just put my shoes on if we're continuing with a five minute walk? Can I just go around the block? Can I just acknowledge that I don't really want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway? Can I just? An amazingly helpful and utilitarian phrase. The other way to frame this is from a time perspective. If we're keeping with a fitness habit or some sort of movement and say you've committed to doing something, or maybe we're just, let's talk about meditating or journaling because those are a couple of my favorites and I know a lot of people struggle with with, um, doing those two things. You don't need to journal for 20 minutes for it to work. You don't even need to meditate for 20 minutes for it to work. Can I just sit here for 30 seconds and breathe? Can I just close my eyes for 30 seconds? I just married the two. Can I just end the time? But set a, basically, it's all about setting a timer and saying, for five minutes, am I willing to do this? For two minutes, am I willing to do this? And a super small amount of time matters because remember, the first thing I said when we were talking about keeping the promises is to have it be so stinking small that it doesn't matter, but you know it does. These promises that we keep to ourselves are so important. They inform everything we do in our life, including, like I said, our relationships with other people, and most importantly, the relationship you have with yourself. Keeping promises to yourself reinforces your self-confidence levels and your self-trust, and that begets more. Those two elements, self-confidence and self-trust, are like a, they're like a magnet because once you start feeling that sense of confidence and once you start trusting, more comes, more comes, and only good can come from those two, from those two places. So I want to know what you're willing to promise yourself today and how that's going to be different. You can email me always, hello at StacyV. And here's what I'm promising to you. This is what I promised myself this year. One is to always operate with radical self-compassion. I have been too hard on myself for too long. I'm pretty sure a lot of you can relate to that. And honestly, it didn't work all that well. So once I, once I committed to that, I can't even begin to tell you how much everything has changed to be forgiving with myself, to be kind with myself, the way that I was or I am with friends, the way that I am with loved ones, the way that I am with my kids. And the other promise I made to myself, this was at the end of last year, was to honor my dream. This podcast is a promise to myself because I know I have things to say that will make your life easier because I have learned from so many people and that impact, the impact other people have had on my life 
I just need to shout from the rooftops and share it with you because to live in frustration and pain and disappointment and just that sort of low level dissatisfaction is not why we are here on this planet. And I know you have gifts and I know you have talents and I know you have big things that you want to do in this world and keeping that promise to yourself matters so much. Thanks so much for listening. If this was helpful, text this episode to your friend and reviews are always appreciated. I know you know that. You can find me on Instagram at Stacey Vulak, S-T-A-C-E-Y-V-U-L-A-K-H or email me directly. That's the best place to find me. Hello at StaceyV.com. Definitely grab the link for my weekly note in the show notes below. And remember, until next time, you're in charge. Where are you going next?